Are you a current or future physician assistant wanting to learn more about finances? Then join me on this journey to become a PA the FI way. Hi, my name is Kat and I'm a practicing certified physician assistant who will be your host. It took me five years after I started practicing medicine as a PA to thoroughly dive into my personal finances after I discovered the concept of financial independence. I want to use what I have learned to help you avoid some of the financial mistakes that I have made while sharing some of the financial wins that I have had along the way. Join me as we discuss financial strategies to guide you to becoming a physician assistant on the way to financial independence. Welcome back, everyone, to the PA the FI Way podcast. I'm your host, Kat, and thank you so much for joining me for today's show. With Thanksgiving right around the corner here, the holiday season will be upon us very soon. And with Thanksgiving and Christmas and a lot of other major holidays coming up, my hope is that you are able to spend a lot of precious time with the loved ones in your life. And the topic of time is what I wanted to talk about today. Specifically, the fact that who you spend your time with changes over your lifetime. And what prompted me to want to record an episode about this was that someone named Sahil Bloom on Instagram had broken down some information from the America Time Use Survey by Our World in Data. And I really liked how he talked about some of these concepts. So I wanted to share that information with you. So time is life's most precious, non-renewable resource. Once time has passed, there is no getting that time back, especially since we all don't own our very own DeLorean with the flux capacitor that we can accelerate precisely to 88 miles per hour. As a side note, the nerd in me would absolutely love to own a DeLorean one day, by the way. So if you happen to have one lying around, just let me know. Although many of us wish that time travel was a possibility at one point in our life or another, the reality is that it simply is not a tool that we can use to go back in time or even go into the future. So if we can all agree that our time is a precious commodity, why is it that we don't treat our time with the utmost respect? Why do we waste our own time, or even worse, let others waste our time? Why is it that we don't view our time spent with others in our lives, such as our dear family and friends, as something that we should prioritize and cherish? Maybe it's because we can't wrap our heads around how truly fleeting our time here on earth is. Maybe it's because many of us are pretty young and we think we have all the time left in the world. Maybe it's because we are confident that we will see our family members and friends many more times in our future. Unfortunately, these things aren't always true. The information in this episode may cause some of you to feel a twinge of some depression or anxiety symptoms. However, my hope is that it serves to open your eyes while motivating and encouraging you to make the choices and take the necessary actionable steps to be able to spend your time as you please. So let's dive in. So as I had mentioned, this information comes from data that was collected through the American Time Use Survey from the dates of 2009 through 2019. And Our World in Data compiled this information. And the information showed that who we spend time with changes across our lifetime. 
For example, in adolescence, we spend the most time with people like our parents, siblings, and friends. And as we become a little bit older and become adults, we spend more time with people like our coworkers, partners, and our children. And then as we age, we spend more and more time alone. But before we talk about our future old age, let's go back a bit and talk about our childhood and adolescence. So when you are young, you spend the most time with your family. You're obviously dependent on your parents and you hang out with your siblings a lot, whether you choose to or not at the time. But after the age of 20 is when your time spent with your family sharply declines. And then after that point, it stays at a steady low state for the rest of your life. So the time that you spend with your family truly is limited, especially with your parents. This is often due to you going off to college and starting your own career, finding your life partner and getting married and having your own kids. Sometimes you move out of state or perhaps even out of country of where your parents live. So it could be true that you may only see your loved ones a few more times throughout your life. It's so important that you prioritize and cherish every single moment that you have with them. Certainly my husband and I can both speak on this when we both suddenly lost our dads when we were each 25 years old, when his dad passed away in his mid-50s and my dad passed away in his early 60s unexpectedly. So take the time to see your parents, or if you can't see them, go ahead and give them a call or call your siblings if you haven't talked to them for a while. My husband and I are very lucky that we both live very close to both our moms and siblings and extended family members. So we do see them quite a bit, but at the same time, it can be challenging at times when everyone's so busy with their lives. So next, let's talk about time spent with your friends. So similar to time spent with your family, particularly your parents and your siblings, your time spent with your friends peaks at age 18 and then starts to decline sharply after that to a low baseline as well. And if you think about it, when you are kids or teenagers, you're often doing lots of activities or perhaps sports or other events with your friends at school or your neighborhood friends. But again, once you grow up, go to college, sure, you'll meet other friends there, but it's hard to stay in touch with your friends from your childhood or your teenage years. And again, you can become busy with both college and then starting your career, starting your own family. So that's why your time spent with your friends starts decreasing as well in early adulthood. Additionally, typically in adulthood, the little bit of time that you do spend with your friends is usually with a few close friends versus many friends that you might have had in the past. So although it can be wonderful to meet new people throughout your life and become friends with different people and different types of people, perhaps as your interests change or your hobbies change, it's also important to focus on depth of friendship. Find those friends that are the ones that will be with you through your good times, through your bad times, that you can go months without seeing and then pick up right where you left off. If you have those really close friends in your life, it's so important that you cherish them and maintain those friendships. It can be difficult to invest your time and your energy. Again, if you are both busy with your different lives, your careers, your spouses, 
Perhaps you don't live very close to each other. Perhaps you have kids. But humans are meant to be social people. So it's really important that you keep those close friendships and maintain them throughout your years. Similar to your family, if you haven't called or texted them, reach out to a friend this week and let them know that you're thinking about them or that you'd like to meet up sometime. So next, let's talk about your time spent with your partner. So unlike your time spent with your family, like your parents and your siblings and your friends, the time spent with your partner increases after you meet them, obviously, but then it continues to increase throughout your life. And again, this makes sense when you start a life together and have kids together, have your own family unit, you can see them a lot throughout the day, throughout the weeks, throughout the months. And then hopefully you are able to both retire one day. Perhaps if you are reaching for financial independence, you are able to retire earlier than traditional retirement age. But when you are both no longer working, two partners in a relationship often spend more time with each other. Certainly it's possible they may have their own individual hobbies, really could spend some time away from each other, but the trend tends to go up throughout your life. So the person that you choose to go through life with, through the good times, through the bad times, they will be the one that you'll spend the majority of your life with and will have the largest impact on how happy you are throughout life and how fulfilled you feel and how purposeful you feel like your life is. So who you choose as your life partner is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make in life. My mom always told me to be picky when it came to choosing a partner. And I think that advice is pretty good advice. Find someone that you enjoy spending your time with, depending upon how extroverted you each are and chatty you each are. Sometimes you'll spend a lot of time just sitting around doing a whole lot of nothing in a whole lot of silence. So make sure that you feel content with the partner that you have. Life is too short not to have a supportive partner that you love and that loves you back. So maintain that relationship. Thank them for being a hard worker and tell them what you appreciate about them. Try to show them how you care for them. You could consider taking different types of personality quizzes or learning about each other's love languages and try to invest the time and energy to make sure that relationship remains special over the years. So next, we'll talk about the time spent with children. Depending upon how old you are when you start having kids, the time spent with your children generally peaks in your 30s, and then once it starts to decline, it declines sharply again. So many of you working in medicine may work really long hours, perhaps have to work evenings or weekends or even holidays, and you may be working so hard to pay back your over six figures of student loan debt. Perhaps you are trying to save and invest for financial independence in the future. But remember, every decision can come at a cost. Children grow up so incredibly fast. Just earlier this morning, I had a Facebook memory that popped up of my niece when she was nine months old. She was wearing these bedazzled sunglasses with this cute little bow in her hair looking like my sister's mini me. And that was from seven years ago. I just can't believe that she'll be eight in a few short months. My nephew and other nieces as well just seem to grow like absolute weeds and the time just goes by so fast. The time that you have with your children or the children in your life truly is so short. 
So try to be present in every moment that you can with them. This is not to put any more pressure or guilt on any working parents out there because many working parents want to work. They feel fulfilled when they work and that they do purposeful work. Many children need to see that their parents are hard workers, but don't be working all the time or missing out on many of your children's events in life if you can absolutely help it. Remember on the way to financial independence too, once you get a better hold on your financial situation, you might be able to even cut back hours on your work on your way to financial independence. So try to be present and slow down as much as you can and enjoy the time that you have with the children in your life. Next, let's talk about the time spent with coworkers. Time spent with your coworkers tends to be at a steady state during the traditional working years of around age 20, although for us working in medicine, it's probably a few years later than that, up to about age 60 or perhaps 65 for traditional retirement age. And obviously, once you stop working and retire, it declines sharply thereafter. So it's possible if you retire early, you may not have the full around 40 years that a lot of people spend so much of their time with with their coworkers. And depending upon how much you work, it can pull you away from your family and your other loved ones throughout your lifetime. So it's really important that you understand that you very likely are spending a lot of your hours and time right now with your coworkers at your workplace. So consider your workplace and your coworkers. Is it a good work environment for you or is it kind of a toxic one? Do you feel like you have supportive colleagues, supportive supervising or collaborating physician that you can count on, supportive nurses and medical assistants and admin staff? Remember, life is too short not to have a job you love and work with people that you at least can tolerate. So find work that you find meaningful and important. I would venture to say that most of us working in medicine do feel that way. And try to have coworkers that don't drag you down, but light you up and create energy in your life. And finally, let's talk about the time spent alone. As you age, your time spent alone actually increases throughout your life. There's a small little dip in your 30s. Again, perhaps that's when people are spending more time with their own children and their own spouse. But for most people throughout life, you tend to spend more and more time alone. And as you age, You could be spending more time alone due to being retired and not hanging out with your coworkers, or perhaps even losing loved ones like family members or friends in your life. Depending on your personality, you may hate spending time alone, or you may love having some alone time. But the truth of the matter is, is that you will be spending more time alone in your future. So what are some lessons here? Learn to embrace your time alone. Find hobbies, and things that you enjoy doing when you are completely by yourself, perhaps reading or craft projects or fishing, cooking, the possibilities are endless. Learn to find joy in those moments. If you need to, you can even start practicing spending time alone. Start with 15 minutes per day, go for a walk by yourself, sit by yourself and see how you feel. As a psychiatry PA, I think that I need to point out that it's really important that you take care of your mental health for this reason as well. Perhaps you try to focus on some self-care when you are alone, but make sure that you are kind to yourself. 
So as I had touched on earlier in the episode, some of this information can make you feel a little bit bummed when you first hear it. But if you instead learn to view it as an opportunity, the fact that you know this information now to ensure that you're trying to spend your time wisely over the years, it can help you make sure that you are trying to spend your time the way that you want to throughout your life and with who you want to throughout your life. So I'd love to hear what you think of this episode and of this information. You can send me a message over on Instagram at PA the FI way, or feel free to send me an email to PA the FI way at gmail.com. And if this episode resonated with you, I'd love if you were to leave a comment about what you enjoyed about this episode with a review of the podcast on the platform that you're listening to this on and go ahead and share this episode with a friend or family member or a coworker in your life if you feel like that they could get some value out of this information. Thanks again for taking a listen and have a great rest of your week. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope that you decide to continue to join me along this journey of becoming a PA the FI way. Please take a moment to press the subscribe button on the platform that you are listening to this on, but more importantly, consider sharing with another current or future PA that could benefit from the information that we reviewed in this episode. Take care and have a great rest of your day. Until next time.